Are you a Sierra Mist guy? Sierra Mist. Yeah. Shout out to Sierra. Um, yeah, in, in my past life. You, But did you, you fuck with it when you were a kid? Yeah. More so than Sprite or less than Sprite? I think... I think more than Sprite at one point. And yeah. I I don't know why. I think um I think Sierra Mist used to be like the a brand of a few like the sports drink of a few brands or a few teams that I used to like DC United, I feel like Sierra Mist used to have a thing with them. Or maybe it was just the MLS in general, but why? Because it's no longer real. Sierra Mist is yeah, out. It's gone. They replaced it with a new lemon lime soda that's called Starry. I think I I think I may have heard something about this. I I just don't know. Like, I wonder if it tastes any different. Because, like, I, I, I was reading, like, um, how, like, Sprite has about, like, 7% of the market for soda, which is, like, whatever, fucking $80 billion or mm-hmm. whatever. And Sierra Mist had 0.01%. I didn't realize, like, nobody fucked with Sierra Mist like that. Mm-hmm. I thought it was, like, kind of the same way Coke and Pepsi go back and forth, like Sierra Mist and Sprite, but... That's obviously not the case. Yeah, I know over like the last, what year are we in, 2023? I'd say like the last eight years, I haven't really seen Sierra Mist. Yeah, but I don't, it's just weird. It's weird when a soda like that changes. Like kids now will grow up and they like won't know it's like if they go to a a restaurant that doesn't have Sprite, they'll give them a Starry. You know, they won't even fucking know what Sierra Mist is. So it's shit like that is weird because it's like as brands like that go off, even if they weren't super popular, it's still something like it's officially like a back in my day brand. <laughs> like Sierra Mist is officially, oh, back in my day, we didn't have Starry. We had Sierra Mist. But shout out them. Rip. Yeah, like, um, was it Extra Pib or something? Mr. Pib? Yeah, Mr. Pib. That's, is that no longer? Because that was like Dr. Pepper, right? I think so. I don't think Mr. Pib still exists. I don't think so either. So that's, an, that's another good one. That's another one. Um I feel like Seven Up is more of a Sprite competitor than, well, at least today, obviously, because Sierra Miss is out of here. But I'm trying to think who else would compete with Sprite. Seven Up's my first thought. And obviously, there's a bunch of like store brands. Like yeah. every store brand has their own, but um, not Fresca. That's not. That's not. I used to think like that is the same thing as Sprite, but it's definitely not. Fresca is definitely different. Yeah, I used to think the same thing, and I think we've talked about it before. But at work, my office, they keep their fridge stocked with That's right. LaCroix and Fresca. Fresca, yeah. And I always thought Fresca was like a Sprite-type soda, but it's actually just a sparkling water. But it's like sweetened with yeah. something, right? Yeah, Cause but it's no not, sugar. Yeah. There's no sugar in no Fresca? No sugar or calories. Damn. So I don't know I what didn't know is. that. Yeah. That was kind of weird. It blew my mind when I, when I found that out. Well, I guess there's no sugar or calories in a Diet Coke either. Yeah. Right, so... Um, I've had a Diet Coke in probably five years. I, I've drinking Diet Soda like twice in my life, and I just, it's not for me. But people like get on that shit and don't look back, you know. Like, yeah. Soda is a super, I feel like a super addicting thing. And I feel like I'll definitely be a um, no soda household, <laughs> like for my kids yeah. and shit. Like as much as like that seems like the asshole parent, I, I don't know. Soda just seems like a not good thing to ever get into. No, and I think there's um I feel like there are more alternatives today to soda. Yeah, oh for sure. Than there were when we were kids. For sure. There's so many like naturally sweetened the sparkling waters and stuff that like don't taste as good as a soda, but at the same time if you were brought up that way, they would probably like it's it's more exciting than just drinking water 
you know. Plus, me personally, like, once I, once I, I don't know how old I was, but once I stopped drinking soda, I didn't miss it. Right. Like, at all. Like, when I'm sick, I'll drink ginger ale or yeah. something, but it's, I might have soda less than five times a year, probably. Remember how much fucking Sprite I used to drink yeah. when we were in college? Yeah. Like, I'm glad I don't do that anymore. <laughs> that was a lot of Sprite, dude. And now, like, I will still get a Sprite when I'm, like, if I wake up and I'm, like, deathly hungover. I'll get one with lunch. Yeah. Something about like just the smooth carbonation. Yeah. And all the sugar like definitely helps. But yeah, man, I used to go to the store and, and just <laughs> roll up and buy like a 24 pack of Sprite and slam that shit like Jeez. in a week. That's insane. That's a lot of soda. It's disgusting. I'd use it like, I'd like hydrate with it, you know? Yeah. And like I was like an adult at that point, <laughs> but, um, or, you know, I guess technically considered an adult. But yeah. Sprite out the tap. <laughs> yeah, now I don't even. Yeah, unless I'm, like I said, I'm super hungover, I'll still get one. I've heard uh, Coca-Cola is a good hangover drink, too. Uh, yeah, because it has a little bit of everything you need, like sugar, carbonation is good, and um, a little bit of caffeine is good, too. So it yeah. kind of like hits everything. When was the last time you were hungover? Some stupid like weekday probably <laughs> like yeah. I decided that we were gonna we were like I was gonna drink and then I woke up the next day and was just like fucking I I can't I hate being hungover because I'm I've always gotten pretty bad hangovers but now like in my old age I've just like it takes me out for the whole day dude like I can't even function at like eight p.m. the next day I'm still just fucking disgusting <laughs> like but that just makes me drink less and also like when I do drink a lot like I uh, was Logan's we celebrated Logan's birthday this past weekend like I just made sure to just slam water all night before yeah. bed and ate like a big meal um, before bed which like I know isn't good to eat like super super late like yeah. that and I try not to do that but like you gotta pick your battles <laughs> so yeah. I, I would rather wake up in the morning and feel like really really good than be worried about what time I'm eating at. right no definitely yeah I don't it's funny that you say that because, like, two and a half, three years ago, we were, that was probably, like, for me, it was probably peak drinking in college. Yeah. It was like oh, yeah. Two and a half years ago, three years ago. And I'm the same way. Even senior year at school, I couldn't, I just couldn't, I couldn't go out, do all that, and the next morning be productive. Yeah, I never understood how people would, like, You'd you'd run into people in class or something, and they would be like, "Dude, like I had the craziest night last time." Like, respect to you because if I did that, I literally wouldn't be here. So I can't like I can't do it like that. Um, yeah, I I definitely can't function at a high level when I'm hungover. But I've always been jealous of the people who don't get hangovers. I feel like well, obviously, like time will catch up to everyone. But that's what I was gonna say. I feel like one day it's inevitable. You know. Yeah, I'm starting to feel like I haven't for two days now. Like, even the day after my hangover, I still just, I don't feel right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's got to be a, for me at least, it's got to be like a special occasion if I'm going out and drinking a fair amount, you know? Yeah, well, I'm getting ready to go to Florida, so I'm probably just going to (laughs) be hungover the entire time. But Although I have to say in the past, I've done pretty good at vacation at like preparing and not because, like, it's a waste of a day if you're hungover. But Yeah. Yeah. Gotta stay hydrated. Yes. Big key. No, um, 
when you were talking about Sierra Mist sort of fading out, like it being one of those things that we can say back in our day, I was listening to another podcast recently and, and they were sort of talking about how cars specifically, how like old American muscle cars, they don't make cars now like they used to back then in the sense that like a 2013 Lexus sedan looks no different than a 2008 Lexus sedan. And there's like five, you know what I'm saying? Just something along those lines where it's like, and maybe I'm just having trouble seeing it because we're in the present right now, but I just don't think there are any, well, I guess there probably are some, like some old street racing Hondas or something like, like cars like that, that'll be looked at or revered in some sense 30 years from now, if you've kept them in good shape. But I just feel like nowadays, most companies, they're just worried about pumping out the next car and they're, they're more focused on the, uh, I won't, I won't even say more focused on the technology. I just feel like, I don't know that once they're putting one design out the door, they're already halfway through with the next one. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just feel like, um, and I don't know if this is an, like an effect of that or the cause of that, but, um, I like, I don't know what the relationship between these two things are, but like, I feel like cars now, like it's not a thing to be into cars the way it used to be. You know, like, I feel like the, like an older generation would like, that was like, a cool thing when they were growing up like oh this car just came out like check this shit out man or like you wanted to have like the coolest car and shit i feel like like that is just kind of a there's still people that feel that way for sure but i also i feel like they navigate they like gravitate towards getting older cars and fixing them up but just like the general like when we were in high school like nobody gave a fuck what any other person drove you know yeah i just feel like that kind of thing but like i said i don't know if that's an effect of companies just kind of churning out cars that look the same and like aren't anything too special or if that's like a cause of them starting to think in that way yeah i didn't think about that like when i was in high school i feel like kids weren't really paying attention to like oh did you see what kind of car this person yeah but like maybe 10 years ago like when my brother and your sister were in high school they probably had a little bit more of that compared but not even close to what it was and like the 90s or the 80s yeah, when like, everybody had a Mustang or something like that. And it was like I mean? cool. Sh- like you wanted to have like the cool ass car and like, you know, that's like what got chicks or whatever. Yeah. And now it's like fucking nobody cares. <laughs> it's like, uh, and yeah, I don't know. I, it's definitely plays a role into like cars are just like, it's not a, an exciting thing when a new car comes out. It's just like, okay, now it has fucking car play, you know, or now it has an Android auto or whatever. Yeah. It's like a, it's like the new iPhone every year. Like there's yeah. really, the more things change, the more things stay the same. You you might get one or two new tweaks. They might have added a new lens on the camera, but you're still getting the same product essentially yeah. that has up software updates every, I don't know, six to eight, nine months or something like that. Yeah. But um, what do you think has filled that void? And I'm talking about like the, just thinking back when we were in high school, like what, like what do you think it was? It's no longer cars. What is it now that people are into? Um, I I mean I don't know if it's replaced it, but like just the idea of like some something physical that's like almost like a status symbol. Like I feel like we really lived through the shoes era of that, mm. which I don't really think is a thing. I mean, it probably still is, but like that was definitely a thing. You mm-hmm. know, like I, it wasn't something I was too personally into, but like I would still recognize like 
there was a certain status quo of people who had like different shoes on. Um, Man, I didn't even think of that. That's which that's is true, a similar though. thing, right? Because yeah. it doesn't actually matter what kind of shoes you're wearing, and yeah. it didn't actually matter what kind of car you were driving. But it's just like a whoa, you know. And um, I think social media following yeah. for sure, like that's like a thing. You know, if you have like a, you're more you're closer to that like one percent of actual influencers than like you you're probably treated like a little bit differently. But yeah, for us, I feel like it was definitely shoes and just clothing. Yeah, I don't, I mean, because I went to a small school, I would say shoes probably weren't that crazy. I mean, a handful of my friends had some pretty nice shoes. They were buying, like, new basketball shoes all the time, stuff like that, which I was envious of some of the shoes, you know? Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, at the end of the day, it's just weird how, like, none of that stuff really matters. Right. In high school, it can be, I don't know, it can... It can just elevate your status, I guess, you know? Yeah, yeah, something physical like that. And then the moment you get to college, even, like, nobody fucking cares. Yeah. Like, what well, you're, like, that was what's cool about college to me. It was, like, especially freshman year, like, living in a dorm and shit was, like, it was such an equalizer, you know? And, I mean, there was still a status quo. Like, there always is going to be one of those. But it was, it still felt like going in, you were, everybody was, like, on a very level playing field which people who had to come down from somewhere in high school to that level um, adjusted differently than people who came up to that level. Mm. Cause there was like people that were below the average in high school and like didn't have any friends. Mm-hmm. And then there's people who were like, you know, peaked in high school, quote unquote, that had to kind of come down to meet in the middle, which is part of why I think college is like a really cool thing. And, I definitely feel like that kind of thing is super important to learn in life, which is why I think like college is important more so for like social aspects like that. And just like under like, it's like a little trial run of the world, you know, before mm-hmm. you get like actually thrown out into it. But yeah, I don't know. That's just, I don't remember what we were talking about shoes. Yeah. And I was just going to sort of speak on that again. Like, if you were one of those people who had like the nice sneakers and stuff like that and you get to a big school, there's probably 300 of you, you know, yeah. you're no, you're no, you're no longer that one person who has <laughs> yeah. this, this and this because hundreds of other people have that same thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it, and it's really like a wake up call to like, you have to like realize you have to start figuring out like who you actually are and where you fit in, not just like physical, like physical things just aren't going to get it done anymore. You know? Yeah. I mean, shoes is one thing because it does get into like a collector's thing, and then yeah. that's like kind of a, a group of its own. But yeah, shout out the kids that had, shout out the kids that used to wear the shoes with the fucking tags on them, so you knew they were real. Uh, <laughs> which is honestly a pretty crazy thing, because in the I think when we were in college, tw- 2017 maybe, maybe after that, 2018. They started bringing the tags back. Like when we were in high school, those weren't really a thing. But Virgil Abloh with Off White, he was making these these Nike Air Force Ones. They were like all custom, and they would have like an orange. It looked like a zip tie on oh. them. But if you had that zip tie, that's that was that was legit. the authentic piece. So it it was sort of a play on 
the past and the present. Yeah. I don't know. I just I thought that was a neat thing because when I saw them, I I thought they looked stupid because it had the tag on it, but yeah. it was the reasoning behind having the tag. It wasn't necessarily there to make it look cool. It was right. to, like the reasoning behind it, but I don't know. Interesting stuff. And like people with um, I still see people today wearing fitted hats with stickers on them. Yeah, what, what's up with that? I I never really got that. Um, I think I think it's an East Coast thing. To like, be honest, yeah, it's just such a strange thing to me because like hats aren't expensive, and no, like if I see somebody wearing like a New Era hat, like it's definitely not like an authenticity thing. It's just like no. it looks yeah. cool. But yeah, I don't know. I I never got that one, and I still don't. That was definitely one that just kind of missed me mm-hmm. as far as like just what I was into growing up, and still. Yeah, those hats, those hats have sort of made a resurgence in the last two to three years that I've seen. Like the the uh, the fitted hats, the fitted baseball caps, and then you've got like the two thousand one World Series patch on your on the right or left side, like yeah. different things like that. I don't know. Hats, of course, hats are still affordable, but I've seen hats like that. It's the same thing with shoes, where some of them are, have become collectors' items, and like underneath the brim you know how it has different yeah, colors yeah, yeah, yeah. like if it's a black color that knocks it down to like the bottom base level pay they call it like a black nasty or something but if you have like a a, a light pink color that makes it more rare different things like that yeah which is something i never thought of before you know it's crazy yeah it's and it's things like that are crazy because you can take that concept and apply it to absolutely anything that anybody's passionate about you know yeah and it's the same for sure. It's just a matter of, I guess, how big it gets, right? Yeah. Or how how much it, quote, matters. Um, I've never really been a hat guy, just in general. Well, that's not true. I used to wear hats. Yeah. Then I just recently, I don't do it anymore. But, um, Yeah, I don't know. Like, um, we've talked, I, give, I know we've talked about this. It might have even been a really long time ago, but just like designer clothes in general. It's kind of a, a wild concept to me. But, um, you know what? It's uh, it's your money, so spend it how you, how you want to. Yeah, and I've just one thing recently on like designer stuff. I think more people are seeing it as, or maybe not more people. Maybe these there's always been this group of people, but I feel like, uh, yeah, I definitely can't say all people because some people will just buy it because of the name. Some people like buying stuff because they look at it as if it was. A piece of art, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I think is interesting, but I don't know. You've got this limited edition T-shirt from made from somebody who you really like. I still couldn't imagine not wearing it though. Yeah, it, that's where all of that gets weird to me. Is like, um, not wearing or not using. Like it's one. Like I get like you want to. If you wash it separate and you make sure you you fuck away, even if you get it like dry cleaned, but it's like I understand you really want to take special care of it. You're not just gonna like throw it around like a you know t-shirt, but just never wearing it doesn't make any sense to me. Well, then it's like, what did you buy it for? And I get you shouldn't have stuff to show off, but if you're gonna spend that amount of money on something, why would you just leave it hanging up in your closet? Yeah, or where nobody's gonna see it. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, unless you're, you know, I guess a collector again, and you're hoping it someday you can sell it for more money. But yeah, I don't know. A lot of different schools of people that buy super, super high end stuff like that. 
Yeah. Uh, or like I watched a documentary on wine um, and wine buying and like the auctions and the fucking money these people pay for that shit. And then they just sit on it. You know what I mean? Like they buy this bottle of wine for like $6,000 and then it's just sitting in there, you know, like and then they just show it to people. Like, oh, check this shit out. Like what's the point of that? Or you're going to hold it and sell it again. Right, exactly. Yeah. But it's like, I, I don't know. I Yeah, I guess at that point, then it is just kind of like a, a game, you know, like just trading and shit like that. But yeah, I don't know. I don't think I would ever buy a bottle of $6,000 wine, but if somebody offered me some, I'd probably drink it. Yeah, I'd try it out. It'd probably be pretty cool. Speaking of selling. Okay. You know who's selling? No. Number 23. No. What are you saying? <laughs> episode 23? Good Friday's episode 23. We're selling f- fucking... We're s- man, I don't know, man. <laughs> what I was going to say. Welcome back. Episode 23. Michael Jordan, number 23. He's selling He's selling his majority stake in the Hornets right now. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. You see how I looped that in together? Yeah, that was smooth. Thank you. <laughs> that was smooth. But I, I fucked it up. If if I didn't get in the way, you would have had a good transition. So he's he's selling his majority stake of the team. Damn. Which he initially bought for $275 million back in 2010. What's he selling it for? What's he asking for? It's, it's over a billion. Damn. 1.15 or 1.2 <laughs> or something, I think. Now that's a fucking investment right yeah. there. Or maybe man. it's just under it might just it might be just under a billion. Still though. Yeah. That's return on profit. The big time. Or I whatever. Mean, just like I think the it's like an issue because the words are so close together, but like the difference between one million and one billion is like astronomical. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and it's sick to think about. Yeah. As like a as a regular <laughs> person, you know? Yeah. It's gross to think about. But crazy though yeah it's a big number it's a lot of money it is a lot of money but fuck i guess the hornets are like kind of good right so and they were really bad when he bought them they were really bad when he bought them i don't know how good they're doing i don't really follow the nba but like i know that they're at least like a relevant name now than they weren't before yeah i think it's a good time to sell business wise yeah you know but uh plus he might just not want to deal with it I can't. I can't imagine how much goes into that. Right. I'm sure it's a lot. You know, like owning a sports team. I mean, that would be sick to do. And like, you know, if you're just a multi-billionaire, like it'd be cool. But I don't know, man. Seems like. And I don't know how the NBA is, but like, he was probably one of the younger owners, I would assume. Yeah. Definitely when he when he bought in. Right. But even I don't still. even know how old he is now. He's fifty some now, isn't he? Or yeah, is he sixties? Well, he might be late fifties. Yeah. Either way, like how old is the average NBA owner? You know, like because like the, I feel like the average NFL owner is like super old. Yeah, you're probably right. It's probably the same thing. Yeah, same age. Because like Mark Cuban was once the young hotshot guy, and he's like he's getting up there now too. Yeah, I forgot about that because he he sort of did have that image of being one of the one of the younger up and coming owners, right? Yeah, he was like the young gun for sure. 
I don't know how old he is either, but he's definitely not super young. So I think the oldest. Yeah, actually, never mind. So the oldest guy is 85, I think. Uh, I mean, that could be right. And the youngest guy is 42. 42, damn. That's really young. That is super young. You think they have an age limit? As as far as young? Like yeah. How? No. I mean, well, if you got the money, <laughs> I there's like a certain age limit in life before you could afford that. I mean, I guess not necessarily, but generally speaking, you know, like it's almost impossible to gross that much wealth. But I mean, I guess unless like if you were gifted it or whatever, you know. Yeah, like like what if you win the mega mega the Powerball or whatever at like age 26. Yeah. Or if you're like Elon's kid and he goes down, you know. Yeah. Like shit like that. Well, and I wonder if it's similar to the NFL where the owners have to vote because in that instance, I was going to say if you win the lottery at 26 and you've got all this money at your disposal, but then you show that over like four to five, if you show over five years that you've been able to make investments, turn a profit, like you're not just buying it because you won the lottery. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it would definitely be like a vote thing. Cause like you like, have a resume. Yeah, because it's like it's a business. So right. They can't just let people in there. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like there's so much. There's so much business that goes into a NBA team or an NFL team. It's nuts. And just like the product on the floor, like while that's what matters the most, like it's like a just like a piece in the cog, you know, but which I feel like can get forgotten about, which is definitely some they were doing a lot of that in the MJ documentary. Do you like that documentary? Oh, yeah, it was awesome. It was, it was really good. It came at a great time. Like, you know, no. We had no sports, right? That was during the pandemic. Yeah, it was the first like sports anything related yeah. that came and we, everybody was like freaking out and <laughs> I mean, it was awesome, though. Yeah. Like, was it 10 parts? It was pretty it was cool. crazy. Yeah, I've seen it all the way through, I think, twice. And then I've seen the first, like, three episodes, like, a hundred times because I kept showing it to different people. Yeah. And then uh, we would watch, like, the first two, and then we, I would just have to rely on them to watch the rest. But yeah. who knows if they ever actually did. But, yeah, I like that documentary. I... Haven't watched the Tom Brady one, which is like a similar. I haven't seen that. Is it new? Relatively, I didn't even I didn't even know about it to be honest. Yeah, it was like a lot less of a thing. Now it's like an ESPN one though, so I don't know how it's gonna be, but I'll probably watch it at some point. Do you have pets growing up? I feel like we talked about this. Yeah, you had a cat? I, yeah, I've always had cats. I had a hamster too at one point. And fish. Hans, hamster pre-Stanley, right? Yeah, 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 pre-Stanley. But also, shout out Stanley. Kind of. <laughs> Damn, dude. One of my dogs, she's getting pretty old. Oh, really? Yeah, dude. Uh, she's 13. Eesh. But, dude, it's just like... And she's cool right now. But just knowing that, like, it's... Not knowing when that day's gonna come, but you know it's soon, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean my cat's the same way. My childhood cat's probably like fifteen or something crazy. Jeez. Uh, but um did you have this is a kind of a dark question, but did you have like animals die when you were growing up? Yeah. Okay. So you've like at least dealt with it. Yeah. Like, at a but at it some wasn't level. Yeah. 
Bella, she's like the closest. She was like, because I think I was 10 when I got her. Yeah, I'm so that's more now. of a... Yeah, through the years. But man, like, having a pet die when you're a kid is crazy. Because it's like, most likely, your first experience yeah. with death. So you're like, that's like a big moment in a kid's life, I feel like. Um, but it... it, it, it 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 hurts a lot more if it's a dog or a cat that you like had that its whole life. Yeah. Then it's like, yeesh. yeah, because I fun. I remember because we had we had like a an outdoor kennel with good amount of beagles. We would take like rabbit hunting and stuff like that. So I I remember a couple of them passing away, and like I remember like my emotions and stuff when it happened. Yeah. But that's pretty much it. I don't remember like how long it took me to get over it or anything like that. I remember we like my cat uh passed away when I was super young, but we didn't we only had her for like a week. And um Damn. just a fucking freak accident. Yeah. And then um so that one was just kind of like more of like a like shock, but it was yeah. like And then when dude, when I when my hamster died, dude, that was like the first time I was like really like was hit by that shit. And I only had that for like 2 years, so mm-hmm. it'll definitely be a And then when I was in, I guess I was in high school when my, the cat I, like the cat I knew the longest passed away. Like I knew that cat from like the whole time, but it lived yeah. outside. So we didn't have like a super tight relationship. Yeah. That was a sad day too, but yeah, man. I mean, death, it sucks. That's, <laughs> the, just like that's a, like the worst. <laughs> that's the worst thing about having pets is that, that they're they not die. forever. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And th- that's one thing Sierra and I talked about before we got. Guinness well shortly after we got Guinness so she was like I don't know what's gonna happen when that day comes I'm like you know life happens that's what happens I mean you, know? you don't know when you know your day your is gonna day. come so it's like yeah uh, yeah but it, it's a lot harder on something like that because it's like that's one of the I mean like you know in a perfect situation and like life goes really well that's the only time you are going to raise something as your own and then watch it finish its life. Yeah. Like you're not going to watch your kids die, you know, like Lord willing. Yeah, exactly. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like if everything goes according to the way it should and like that, you know, your life is going in a really good way, but that's still like a really tough concept to grasp that yeah. it's like this thing you've raised forever, but fuck, it's making me kind of sad, dude. <laughs> and I remember I was like 12 years old. I was hanging downstairs playing Xbox or something with my brother Jacob and I had this thought about the about pets. I'm like, you're you're there their entire life. Yeah. But they're only like a blip yeah. of your life, which yeah. is crazy. It is crazy. That's why it's like the love like people say like the love of a dog is like unlike anything else because it's like you're what they have. Yeah. And like that's it. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. you know, cats too but i feel like cats don't really at the end of the day like they don't give a fuck but it's it's hard for me because like i'm obviously super attached to our cat we have now and but like man i find myself sometimes just like i have to fucking distance myself because i'm like i know like i can't just like yeah completely fall in love with this thing but it's hard you know and i mean it's same thing with a dog or even more so because dogs are so can be so affectionate with you you know but because you have to love it obviously and give it the best life you can but yeah sometimes i'm like okay 
it's a it's my pet <laughs> like it's yeah. my cat like fuck yeah that shit is crazy though yeah i'm also fortunate that i have like i have stuff going around outside of that to sort of help take my mind off it whereas if i worked at if i worked from home and i had my dog or my cat for Cats, years dude. and then it's just gone and i'm still at home and the dog's yeah. no longer there that would be tough plus it's just like you think about all the milestones that that animal is going to go through with you again lord willing perfect like good situation right. for you and the dog like you know like if your dog lives what 13 years say that 14 yeah. years it's going to like meet your kid you know i mean yeah. if you you know that's your plan in life like it's going to be with you through like fucking probably some terrible times and probably some fucking amazing times you know but it's still going to be there yeah i don't know man like animals are crazy especially getting them like now like because it's like we're in a very formative like i would say it's fair to say the next 15 to 20 years of our life are going to be like incredibly formative obviously like we're in like the middle part of everything um but yeah yeah i mean that was one thing we were thinking about when we got our pups were yeah their breed and if they're historically good or bad around kids you know what i mean yeah it's part of it yeah and like i mean i just remember i talking with Corey about that in college when he got when he brought gunner home shout out Corey and gunner see you guys this week um yeah and just being like dude like this dog is gonna like meet your children and he's like yeah it's fucking nuts so yeah shout out pets pets are fucking awesome for real Part of me kind of just wants to get a fish too, just so I could. I, I feel like I could. I would vibe with a fish. <laughs> I feel like they just don't really give a fuck about anything. But I want to. I want to wait till I'm in like a position where I can get the fish like a nice place to hang out. Like I'm not trying to put a fish in a bowl. No, it's kind of fucked up. You got You got to get a tank. I saw these people do like two tanks, and then they built this little like fucking plexiglass or whatever glass, maybe even like bridge that they like submerged oh. and it filled up with water so the fish could like swim and go like between two tanks. That's that shit fire. was kind of cool. Yeah, my brother, he was on fish for a while. I don't know if he still has any, but um he had gotten one of his one of his fish had gotten so big he needed a bigger tank and they were in the process of moving. Yeah. So it got messy, but he was able to donate it to the Baltimore Aquarium. Whoa, what the fuck? And I'm pretty sure they came out and picked the fish up. Damn, what kind of fish was it? I want to say it was an Oscar or something like that. I don't know fish that yeah, well. I mean, me neither. But from what know. I remember him saying, I think he said either he was some kind of Oscar or his name was Oscar. I don't remember. <laughs> but Shout out Oscar. Yeah. That's the, cool. Yeah, bro. It came out and got it. I had a fish and then I, it was a, just a beta fish. And then um, I let my sister take care of it for a weekend and it died. <laughs> so shout out Steph. Give me a new fucking beta fish. Yeah, she probably fed it to those little... <laughs> Those little cockroach things oh, she dude, was talking about. Dude, Ugh. that doesn't count as a pet. No. <laughs> That's sickening. Or like people that have tarantulas, like they should be on a short list. Snakes too. I don't Snakes know. too. Yeah, yeah, fuck that. Lizards, okay. Okay. A little weird, but okay. There was a, last summer, there was an intern working with us and they were telling me that their younger brother had a this turtle, some kind of tortoise. Those things are supposed to outlive yeah, you. Yeah, that's a di- that's a whole different. That's <laughs> that's crazy to me. Like you have to put that in your will that your tortoise is <laughs> going to somebody turtle. else. That's nuts. Fuck yeah. I mean, that would actually be kind of dope to have a tortoise. You just because you could just let him. He wouldn't like you could. You'd obviously keep him in a cage full time, but like anytime you're home, just let Hang him out. Yeah. <laughs> like 
That'd be a, like if there was just a turtle in here. Walk, that'd be cool. Walking through just the chilling. living room. Yeah. yeah, that'd be chill. That would be pretty cool. I'd hang out with that dude for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Cats are also fun because you can um you can smoke weed together. You can just give them with cat- the cats. You just give them catnip and then smoke, and the effects are like very similar. Is catnip food? No, catnip's like a drug. <laughs> it's oh. like, but it's like essentially like tea. It's all, it's like a plant. Ah. And the effect it has on cats is like marijuana. So huh. like, if you give your cat catnip and then you smoke weed, like you guys are ha- are doing the same thing. Huh. Which is kind of cool. <laughs> but yeah, n- not actually giving your cat weed, weed. That's probably not good. But yeah, that you is can, interesting. I didn't know that. You can share that experience with your cat, which is kind of cool. Like. <laughs> It's like, you know, you're just chilling. Do you listen to music with your cat? Uh yeah, I on like a couple times I have. Um sometimes that man like I'll have that shit cranked up and he'll just like walk right up to the speaker. <laughs> I'm like and he has this big ass ears. I'm like, dude, that thing has to be like blowing your eardrums out. Or I have like this super bright lamp and he'll just walk up and just stare at it like an inch away from it. God, Jesus. I, it's always funny um, when I'll have music on in the truck going to or from work and it'll be like this unique sound play in Guinness behind me. I can see him in the mirror. Mm. His head will like turn side. Like he's yeah. curious about the sound and that's so funny. To that me, is funny. Do you... Um, I was going to ask if you have... Um, is there only certain kinds of music you'll listen to in the morning? Like when you wake up or middle of the day or eve like do you have yeah different genres for each time of the day um yeah generally speaking i mean my it also depends on the day right so um i'm not huge into music early in the morning um i'll usually start my day with a podcast whether i'm driving or staying here just like get up put my headphones on i usually start the day with a podcast at least for like until I like wake up a little bit, um, but yeah, I definitely have like late night music versus daytime. But what I find really interesting is like if I'm listening to a song that I've always associated with the nighttime, and then I'm with someone and they play it in the middle of the day, and it's like I get like a new perspective on it, which is cool because you're getting a new perspective on a song even if you like know it super super well, which is a good thing. Like there's songs like I have like a collaborative beach playlist of some of my friends and like Matt Ben, Jason and there'd be songs on there that like I would only listen to like in the middle of the night but like they're just on this for like you know the middle of the day like hot sunshine the exact opposite right so that's pretty cool though I like it like that song to Dow by uh, yeah FKJ and Masego and Masego um, I could only listen to that at night like it's a vibe, yeah. nice song. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I've ever listened to it when the sun's out. <laughs> to be honest, but that's one of those things where, like, I wouldn't put that on driving to work. Yeah, I'd put it on maybe if I'm making dinner. The sun's setting. Maybe I'm making dinner. Maybe yeah. I'll throw that on. But typically, it's a unwind type song for me. I feel that that song in particular is tough with me because I feel like I just fucking wore that shit out when you first showed it to me. Yeah. I just fucking played it like daily, multiple times and now like when I hear it, it's just like one of those things I'm like, ah, I can't do this shit. I can't listen to it anymore, yeah, to be honest. I listen to it so much, dude. But, good song though. I mean, obviously. Great song. I kind of ruined Someday I'll come back. Yeah. I'll come back to Always. it. Always. No, there was one, um, 
there we had one one party at college at the house and we have like a back apartment and that's sort of like the chill area where uh-huh. when you're waiting for your dd and stuff and everybody else is in the basement and there was one event i was just hanging out in the back app and i threw on the um that whole the extended one the, yeah yeah that's like super a, long one. it was like 10 minute video or it longer has to be yeah 11 12 minutes maybe. and i threw that on and slowly slowly more people were coming in and they weren't just coming in away for a dd they were like coming in to they were being notice what's happening yeah you know what i mean i had i know i had like three or four people sitting with me like man this is pretty cool that music video is fucking awesome it is really cool i feel like i remember a similar thing of you putting that on at our place Mm. like late at night and i and a few people were over and like by the end like we're all just like sitting there like staring at this watching yeah but i I, I know we talked about this before, too, but I've always respected the m- music video playlist you yeah. just put on. That was cool. That was a grind, man. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. I believe it. I really enjoyed that, though. I believe it. Making that fucking power hour was a grind. Shout it's out Ben. I copied Ben on that. Ben did that first. Oh, really? Yeah. That's where I got the, I would say inspiration, but it's definitely just idea because I did the same things, different clips. But yeah, shout out Ben. So... You think we'll see a uh, Donald Trump mugshot in the next week or two? Uh, you know, <laughs> I um, I started reading that article, um, and then I realized like I just didn't fucking care. But what I gathered is like he's just—it's just him saying shit online. Because while they are looking into that, there's been no like the prosecution has said nothing to him. Wait, what are you talking about? The the report that he's getting arrested about. Um, like paying off women, for the adult star. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So like, he t- he posted on whatever Truth Social or whatever the fuck yeah. he uses, and was like, um, they're coming for me on Tuesday or something like riot or whatever the fuck. I don't remember what he said. Take back our country, probably <laughs> something like that. And the like, the prosecution hasn't actually said anything to him, so he has no like knowledge that he's being arrested, like real knowledge, like. The only thing that leaked is just that they were looking into things about him paying off the uh, porn star for to keep her mouth shut about them having sex. But what I'm what I guess I don't know is was he paying her off to keep them quiet about a sexual assault that happened, or just keep her quiet about like consensual sexual interaction between those two that he didn't want the press getting? Or do you not know either? My understanding was that it was consensual, but I'm really not that in. I mean, consensual in the in the sense like, not it was probably paid. He probably yeah, yeah. paid her, but yeah, like, yeah. not like, yeah. Well, consensual to the point that, um, it sounded like there was it was the paid her like a hundred twenty or a hundred thirty thousand to keep quiet. Yeah, but I, I I what I gathered is, and if I'm wrong about this, then I I'll definitely apologize. Um, but, uh, what I gathered is it was like, it was more just to keep the fact that he had sex with a porn star out of the media, which like he wouldn't want either way. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, I started really, I was like really digging into it and then I was like, I need to find out more. And then I was like, no, I fucking like, <laughs> I actually don't care at all. So yeah, shout out, um, truth social. <laughs> is that his, is that one he owns? I think so. That's sick. Um, what I heard was that this is 
potentially this case comes out he goes he has to go to the he has to go to the court building and stuff mm-hmm. mugshot comes out and then he gets hammered with like two or three more cases for unrelated stuff that could happen and then it just sort of tanks Snowballs. his chance for the primaries that i cuz we are coming up on 2024 yeah i know we are fast um yeah i mean i don't want him to, i don't want to see him go to jail for something he didn't do but like i mean it's no secret that he's like a, a shitty person right so it's like um yeah i'm okay with him not being involved in the primaries <laughs> to be honest it's just like i don't know i feel like donald versus ronald <sighs> donald versus ronald yeah i i don't know I'm not a huge I I just feel like we're still making Donald Trump relevant where and obviously like the fact that he could run again is is doing that but like I almost would just really like to see him run again and not make it out of the primaries just so we could stop talking about it like <laughs> he can just oh. go back to being a billionaire yeah. you know cuz it's like I mean he did run our country for 4 years which is insane but um I don't know I just feel like every time I see him in the news it's just like it feels like grasping at straws a little bit. Or just, yeah. Like, I don't care if he gets, if he paid off someone to, like, if it was an assault thing, that's one thing. But if he just paid off so that the media wouldn't report on him having sex with this person, like, I don't care, you know? Like, I, I don't, I feel like shit like that is a smokescreen, <laughs> which we I talk also about just all the time. think it's, I also just think it's regular for that. When you're at th- when you're on that level, I feel like that's kind of regular, probably because you don't want your info getting out. Plus, and he was he's yeah, I mean he's like a a billionaire business person, like right. you know, like every billionaire business person is doing really shady shit, you yeah. know. So, yeah, I feel like my official take on this is a uh, mugshot would be pretty funny looking. That's so what I was. I would, I'm excited for it. I think it's gonna happen. I'd get a laugh out of that for I'm, sure. I'm curious to see what it's going to look like. He's probably going to sell his own merch with his own mugshot on. For it, sure. For sure. Um, yeah, should be interesting. We'll see what happens. Next, cool. next logic. Young Sinatra mixtape has Donald Trump's cover. Art? Mugshot is the cover. Art. <laughs> could be. <laughs> we could. We could be in the mix for that. Did you listen to Logic's last album? Uh, yeah, I started it. I know you sent like me a it. song. I really like the one signal, the single. I think I might even put it on the playlist. The one single was is it's cool. Yeah. Um, some of the lyrics are kind of corny, but his lyrics have kind of been corny since his second album. So I'm kind of just okay with it at this point. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, what I th- think is cool about Logic is he's actually doing the shit that he said he was going to do when he was like, I'm fucking done, like, trying to be something, like, I'm just going to make music that I want to make with the people I want to make with and just do it for fun. And he's, like, actually doing that, so I have to respect that. Like, if he dropped another, like, fucking... I don't know. If he kept dropping albums of, like... Like, I really do truly believe he doesn't give a fuck how his albums, like, perform, like, in charts-wise. You know, because you don't see him on tour. Right. You don't see him playing sh- any shows at all. He does tour. He does? He's touring with, he just toured with, or he's about to tour with Wiz Khalifa, I think. Oh. 
interestingly enough. But yeah, you're right though. He's more he's more on like that low key because Wiz Khalifa's not yeah he's not out there in your face. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, Wiz Khalifa. I guess Wiz Khalifa was pretty similar. Like, yeah. Um, like I'm sure they're playing big venues, but they're not playing like you know fucking worldwide like mm. five month long stadium tours. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, they're going to Jiffy Lube every yeah, summer. Yeah, yeah. So playing I mean, amphitheaters. Respect like. I you, I used to love Logic's music, and just because like it went to a place that I don't really enjoy, it, that doesn't make me like hate him. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like I just don't really like what he makes anymore. But but I still like to listen because every once in a while a song pops up like the one that I sent you that was like actually pretty cool. Did you see his cover of Ice Cube's "It Was a Good Day"? No, he covered it with a live band, and he's like singing on it. Oh, that's kind of cool. And he got like murdered for it. See, like, and he that, does get unnecessary hate, which, like, yeah. he complains about in a lot of his music, and it's, like, I don't, like, it gets kind of annoying when he starts complaining about it over and over again, but it does happen. Mm. Like, people just shit on him because he didn't make Under Pressure eight times, you know? Like, I really do feel like that's actually true. Yeah. No, I mean, and my biggest thing with that, like, specifically, I just thought it was, I just thought it, he looked happy in the video. It's, like, just let... Yeah, Let he's just live. having fun. You know what I mean? But I've definitely I'd be lying if I said I didn't I didn't throw corny jokes at logic. Oh, same, yeah. You know what I, I mean? And I feel like I've kind of come around like like I, when he announced No Pressure with his last album, like I actually liked that record. And then after that, like I kind of stopped paying attention cuz I feel like he doesn't really care anymore mm-hmm. cuz he said that was his last record. I mean, I read I read his fucking book. <laughs> like I was yeah. a big logic guy, you know. Um, I liked his book too. I mean, I feel like I, I've like taken some shit for saying that, but I, I thought it was fun. Like it wasn't like groundbreaking, like next level fucking, you know, literature we need to pass on to our grandchildren. But like, it was a f- kind of a fun read. You yeah. Know? Like, I don't know. No, definitely. No. And I, even the, the soundtrack that accompanied it, there were a couple songs on there that I thought just sounded cool. Yeah. He wasn't rapping. I just thought that the sound, I just liked the way it sounded. I like that, that album when it came out it that was one that didn't hold up for me like i wouldn't listen to it mm. now probably but because i feel like i I tried to go back semi recently i did really didn't like it but i liked it you know like there was a time in my life where i was like enjoying that record so yeah there's two set about that two songs that i like from it um the can i kick it flip yeah, that's cool and the opener yeah bohemian trap yeah like, that's a cool those song two songs too. are really good but um, I think I still probably have those saved. I don't really listen to them, but if they, you know, if it's the right time. You've been checking out any uh, any new music lately? Um, no. <laughs> I'm trying to think like where, what I've like left off on as far as like what I put on the playlist last week. So where I'm at. So you're telling me that you're not spinning this new. Lil Pump album? Uh, You're not doing it? Lil Pump 2? There's a new Lil Pump album? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I... Who's... What notable features? NBA Youngboy. Okay. Smoke Perp. He's he's not really notable. Yeah. Rio to Young OG. You've probably never heard of him. No. He's kind of cool, though. Ty Dolla Sign's on there. Damn. He always brings a good, uh, good feature, but... I'm going to listen to it. I'll check it out. I heard somebody say it honestly wasn't that bad, so... Maybe. It's one of those things you kind of just have to, you have to go into it and look at it like a blank canvas. It's been so long since he put music out. Yeah, his last single, <laughs> well, he put an album out in twenty one. I didn't even know. Oh, and then the Harvard dropout in twenty nineteen. 
But his last big single was obviously the I Love It song in Damn. 2018. That was 2018? Yeah, what a time. I see uh, videos of that pop up sometimes when they did it, uh, with when they were dressed as water bottles. That show was so fucking funny. Is that on <laughs> SNL? Is that what that was on? Yeah, he's in the Perrier bottle. I yeah, think. yeah. he's the Fiji bottle. I think they were on SNL. That's funny. Yeah, that's hilarious. Me personally, though, as far as new music, um, the last new album I checked out, I'm on my country, my country wave was uh, Morgan Wallen put out a, I think a 36 song album. Whoa, oh. 36 songs, an hour and 52 minute runtime. Goodness, that's a lot of songs. And last year he put out an album that was 30 songs, I think. Damn. Yeah, I, I, uh, there's a couple albums I have on my list to to listen to but you know my spotify has been kind of slacking on me a little bit as far as the release radar it was really good for a while but the last couple times like i don't know like there was an album that came out by this band that i i really dig uh unknown unknown mortal orchestra and they just like didn't tell me about like they just completely didn't tell me about it but i listened to their music like not every day but regularly you know and I don't know, like they were just showing me shit of like, you know, artists I've listened to like one song by, like that I have like one song saved from like, you know, a year and a half ago. They're showing me like when they put new shit out, but they just like skipped this album for some reason. So they put out a whole album and you didn't even yeah. see it? Damn. So I like they were, pu- and the other weird thing is they were putting the singles on there as they dropped. So like mm. the, a single would drop and it would show up on my release radar. And I checked out a couple of them and then it just like stopped coming. And then, like, hmm. I just, I was like, I started thinking about it. I was like, oh, when's that album coming out? And I went to their profile, and it was already out. So, shout out Spotify. Fix your release radar. I mean, I guess it just can't really be a perfect system. but Yeah. Plus, I was I was kind of neglecting their new stuff because I don't love listening to singles before an album comes yeah. out. So, maybe that's why. Sorry if I fucked that up, Spotify. Thirty song albums are crazy. That's a lot. Thirty six song albums are wild. I I don't like that because it's like it's I like when albums tell a story, and I feel like it's hard to tell a story with thirty six songs. You know what I mean? Like I feel like some of that is just dumped on there to make more songs. Yeah, it'd be hard to tell a story with a album full of singles. You know, it, it's tough. Like it just shows me like they, and it's it's different ways of thinking i guess like it's not a bad thing because it is one it's cool if an artist you like does it because you get a shit ton of new music yeah and also like for me it just shows like they're putting things out even whereas some artists would rather hold that if it didn't fit their vision for what the album's supposed to be um like that just feels looser to me like okay here's songs from these sessions you know but that's okay like i don't hate that um yeah, I don't know. That's just what I get from like a super long album like that. Yeah, like um, I was actually when the when the Morgan Wallen album came out, I was thinking, I'm like, are there any long albums like this that I actually listen to front to back? Yeah, and the only one that I th- could think of really was Donda because it's 27 songs, but okay. four of the songs are part twos. Right, which so are just essentially reprises. It's just right? an extra verse. Yeah. 
Okay. So I look at I look at that as almost like a deluxe. So it's got twenty three songs. Yeah, with four extras with different verses. You know what I mean? So, but even then, the, yeah, I'm trying to think what the longest. Um, and I, you, sorry, go ahead. I get why artists are doing it today, because it just dri- it drives your streams up that much more. Oh, right? for sure, yeah. And plus, you're you can expand your audience that way because there's more likelihood of a song hitting a certain. Somebody, maybe someone you did haven't hit before that is on there. Can you look up how many songs are on the latest Beach House album? Because that's long. That's probably the longest album I've like enjoyed front to back. And even then, I don't do it very often because it's hard to get all the way through. Eighteen songs. Oh, hour eighteen. Hour and twenty four minute runtime. That's long though. That is a long time. So you probably got a couple five minute songs on there. Eighteen. That's all there is. I was I was gonna say like twenty two, but once twice melody. Yeah. Yeah. Eighteen. Eighteen. Well, hour twenty four though. That's that's a long time. That's a fair amount for sure. But yeah, I don't know. My my ideal album is is under twenty songs. I would say I love the I love short albums that are perfect where every yeah. song's at ten. But I love hard. that. It's it hard. is hard. It's hard. You know, there's what I'm very saying? few. You know, um, most albums have at least somewhere you can point that's a little bit of a weak spot. Well, that's just all personal preference, I guess. But yeah, because you can criticize absolutely. You can criticize the Mona Lisa, right? Yeah. Well, I don't know if I can, but someone can. You could though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Have you ever seen the Mona Lisa before? Yes. Wait, have you actually? Yes. That's dope. Where? Yeah, Where's it at? Cool. Well, it might, it's probably a reprint, right? France. It was in the gallery. It was in the. It was in the Louvre. That's what it's called, right? The Louvre. I guess with the, with the glass pyramid. Yeah, I don't know. You seen that? <laughs> I feel like I hear. Yeah, I think. Yeah, the Louvre. L O U V R. Wait, I think. Wait, you've actually seen it? Yeah. What are you talking about? You've been there? Yeah. When? It's in Paris. When? I was in seventh grade. Wait, actually? Yeah. You went to Paris when you were in seventh yeah. grade? Yeah. Didn't tell you I went to Belgium. What the fuck? Yeah, I, I knew you went to Belgium. And then we drove to Paris. What the fuck? For like a, we were there for like a day and a half. We stayed the night there, and we were there for like a day. Okay, and, a half. and you went and saw the Mona Lisa. Yeah. When you were in seventh grade. Yeah. Damn, dude. That's culture. Yeah, it's fire. <laughs> what the fuck? When I was in seventh grade, like, I probably couldn't even spell Mona Lisa. Yeah. Fuck. It was, a, I mean, it was a cool trip. It That's was awesome. It was definitely cool to see when I was that young because it was, the culture shock was crazy because I hadn't really, seventh grade, where else had I been in the United States? I, I mean, I'd been to nowhere crazy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'd been to California. I spent some time in California when I was younger. Damn. I got family in Florida, so I'd been there, but I hadn't really seen anything else before. So I think if I was, if I was like the age I am now, I think I definitely would have enjoyed it more. Oh, for sure. Because I'd be able to actually like be able to comprehend uh, what's going on. Yeah, and even just the art—the architecture is crazy. Like going into these these gigantic different churches and things, and just seeing like I don't know. You would go in, and the magnitude was just crazy. Right. But I was also thir- what thirteen. Yeah, thirteen years old. So. My aunt and uncle lived in Belgium for a while, so that's why we were able to go over there. Yeah, Had I remember you saying that. I know you went to Paris, though. That's dope. Yeah. Shout out to them. Yeah, shout out to them. Uncle Paul and Aunt Kathy. Yeah. Damn. No, it was cool. But yeah, the the Louvre was crazy. That was like that was the only piece of artwork I really remember looking at in that whole museum. Right. And But that's another thing. It'd be cool to go like now yeah. to get a lot more out of it because there's probably a lot of really cool shit there. And actually understand like the context behind a lot of the um, 
portraits and things. I'm trying to go to an art museum. You been to one? I don't know. I mean, I've been to museums before, but I don't think I've ever actually been to an art museum. I'd fuck with that for sure. I went to. I know I went to one in D.C. I think they have. They might have more than a few. They probably have a few art gallery type museums. Yeah, I, I really don't know. Um, no, that's cool. I would definitely do that though. How did we get on that? Why were we talking about the Mona Lisa? Um, criticize. Oh yeah, yeah. You can Perfect criticize album. anything. Yeah, yeah, you can't criticize anything. You know, so I mean, people people criticize Jordan. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, but that's if something was. I mean, there's no such thing as something being truly perfect, right? Because somewhere, someone's going to find criticism in it. But that is kind of part of what makes things real, you know? If it was completely and utterly perfect and non... You're not able to criticize it in any way. Nobody is. No opinion. That concept is pretty fucking crazy. I mean, it's it's not real, but crazy idea like if there was a painting or an album or a song that no one that everybody liked it's kind of crazy yeah yeah right there's not is there one thing that is that no it's impossible it's like there's unless you're in north korea or somewhere where you don't have right choice over what you think you know right but um on like a worldwide scale i mean there's things that are true that everybody kind of has to agree on you know like gravity but um the (laughs) like the idea of like an opinion like something that is a piece of art that people can (laughs) form an opinion on that everyone's is positive is impossible it should be impossible yeah i mean that's part of what makes art art is that people have differing opinions on it not only art but society i'd say right technology cars all these different things we use our whole lifetime people have been working to make them better in some way or form right right computers phones yeah microphones guitars yeah all sorts of things oh so you're saying if one was truly perfect then the innovation would die yeah the wheel's not perfect yeah. Um, Even though it's a perfect circle. Yeah, like innovation. Um, but yeah, you need that to progress society. So the idea of something being perfect would definitely halt that. But we definitely get close, you know? Like there's things that have been around for a long time, <laughs> you know, and it doesn't look like they're going anywhere. Anytime. Like what? Um, Just like I feel like general concepts, like we build houses out of, wood the frame of a house has been built out of wood for fucking forever and it still is you know what i mean stuff like that like i don't really like down like obviously we've upgraded like this the outside of houses and the inside but like the core foundation like building a house out of wood is not a new concept and it's not going anywhere i feel like but it still didn't start that way it still grew from something you know what i mean so there's still innovation in that yeah because now you see you see tiny houses on wheels. You see people buying vans, buying school buses, turning them into like a whole little RV. You know what I'm saying? Like, True. Which I don't really know if that applies completely to this conversation, but like, I just feel like everything's evolving, right? Yeah. I mean, think about the very first water fountain that was ever created. Right. 
and think about a water fountain today, right? Yeah. Water fountain you can drink out of, not like a decorative type thing. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. Most today, they've got that little adapter device to make you fill up your water bottle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, Whereas yeah, before, yeah. you had to hold it hold sideways. It and, and that's just in our lifetime. Yeah, you know? and you never like, get the bottle full when you're holding it. Or I could never get the bottle full nah. holding it sideways because the water would spill out. But different things like that, you should always want to make something better. Yeah. Nothing's right. ever in its final form, I feel like. Yeah, that's a good way to Except to for think. water. Except for water. But even that, I mean... What's water's final form? Well, I mean, even that, I feel like, you know, you see... Like, just think about bottled water, right? Like, there used to just be bottled water. Now there's fucking smart water. There's Fiji water. Like, there's, like, ones that get, P- like, pH and minerals pumped into them. There's one that are naturally mineral, like, stuff like that. Like, they're still figuring out ways. Like, there's 3,000 brands of water filters for your house, you know? Like... People are still figuring out how to make their water better. People have whole house filters, so their taps and shit are just automatically filtered. So, yeah. Water. <laughs> we are water. Did you ever hear that song, Water? Of Jesus is King? Um, yeah, but I don't know how it goes. It's a good song. Pure as water. Jesus is King. Big, uh, big Sunday album. Huge. How often you listen to that album? I was listening to it a lot. What, did it come out in 2019 or 2018? I was going to say 2019, 2019. could have been 2018. Um, we were definitely in college. Yeah. I listened to that album a lot when it came out. But not to the point where I couldn't listen to it now. Yeah. Um, I love the intro every hour. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That gospel choir. That's I so love good. that. That's a that's a Sunday play yeah. every Sunday. That's such an uplifting. That's a fun song, and it's such a good opener. It's yeah. short. It gets you going. You know what I'm saying? It, it brings you into the album, things like that. But album as a whole, I'm I'll more likely throw on the like different tracks from the album. Yeah. Uh, intertwine. You know, I like uses gospel with Kenny G on it. Yeah, though. Come on, <laughs> it's Fire. so smooth. I love the Chick Fil A music video. That music video is hard. Yeah, dude. it's sick. And the song's different in the music video, which I like. Yeah. The choir and shit. At the end? Yeah. Yeah. I really like that. No, that's a really cool music video. And um, Follow God, that's a really cool music video, too. I don't think I've seen that one. That one's cool. Um, he's riding the that big, that big, well, I don't even know what he's calling them. Those big four-wheel machines. He was in the McDonald's commercial and he opened up the Oh, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, the, yeah. I don't even know what he called There's some kind of UTV, but they look they look like military vehicles. I forgot that man was in a fucking McDonald's commercial. Yeah, bro. <laughs> man, He that had was two wild. commercials that year because he had the Donda rollout commercial. Oh, yeah. With, uh, what's her name? She was the Olympian? She was the one that got kicked out for pot. Yeah, what was her name? I don't know. This is not good. This is very what bad. What's her name? Oh well, shout out to her, <laughs> man. I remember the commercial, like yeah. everything about it. But like Shakiri Robinson or something like that, I think is her name. That's close. I'm gonna. Oh, I gotta. I yeah, g- look it up. Look it up. We we fucked up. Gotta give some respect. Yeah. Um. Shakari Richardson. I was okay. close. Sorry, Shakari Richardson. Richardson. Yeah, we love you. Yeah. Respect. And it had um. No child left behind. Yeah. yeah, that shit was crazy. Yeah, that was a fire video. Not a good album, but did you see? Um, 
did you see that on TV or did yeah. you hear about it? No, I saw it. So like you hadn't heard anything about it and you just saw that commercial. Yeah. That was probably such a crazy Well, shit. no. Well, I knew the commercial was coming. Oh, okay. That but could you imagine just like you're just watching TV yeah. and it's just like it comes on and you're just like what the fuck is going on? I, I wish I didn't. Yeah, so did I. I wish I like experienced it yeah. that way. Um That's why I ended up well, part of the reason I I feel like I stopped following the Reddit, like the subreddit so closely because like I didn't, I almost had like too much insider information. You know what I mean? Like I love the idea of just getting surprised by shit like that. Mm-hmm. The same reason I ditched the, I ditched Reddit altogether just because I've seen too many set lists. Like any artist mm. that's touring, like everybody's like, I just got a set list and they post it on there. I don't like that. I don't want to go to a concert and know what they're going to do. I really love like the idea of just like the that anticipation and you're like fucking hearts thumping and you like don't know what they're going to start with and then they just fucking hit you with something. I mean, you can speculate, you know, yeah. but it's like yeah. Not a fan of knowing. I used to be like all about that shit, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like it kind of ruins it. I feel like as you get older, you get out of that with well, me personally, because I feel like, I don't know, even in college I was into, I was, I was, I was going to say I was into stuff like that in high school, but I was in college too, like just staying up to date on whatever I could, especially if it came to artists who I really liked. Yeah. Same. But I'm, I'm starting to fall out of that as well. You know, I'll check Reddit every once in a while for yay news and stuff, but. Yeah. But yeah, I, I really like that just kind of being in the dark about that shit because it makes like the drops and everything so much more exciting, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like. You just have no idea what's coming, and then it's just there. That's all I got. Yeah, I'm cool. I'm cool for today. Yup, I gotta get ready for my tropical beach vacation. When you hear this, I'll be in Florida. Shout out. Yeah. What's the area code? I don't know. Shout out Corey. Corey's the area code. Yeah. Corey's the shout area out Corey. Code. Shout out Corey. Shout out Gunner. Shout out Pat and other people who live in Florida. Fire. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Good Friday's episode, episode 23. 23. 23, 23. In the books. Wrapped. 24 next week. 24 next week. Mm. Mm. Going to be a good one. Closing in on Good Friday itself. Big day for us. That's episode 26, right? Yeah. I think I'm fasting that day. Whoa. Maybe I'll do it with you. We can do yeah. a we can do a hungry podcast. <laughs> I'm cool, I'm cool with that. I almost fasted today, but I ate before I left the house. I was gonna make it tonight, but yeah, it will fast and fucking be cranky as shit. I'm <laughs> down. I'm drinking water, man. All right, sounds good. Thanks everybody for listening. Love you guys. Peace. <laughs>